I got a good deal on, on that Dreamcast. Okay, you got a Dreamcast. What? Why? Yeah. What games you? Get? I have what a Dreamcast. That one day. <laughs> no. Okay, I'm recording. By the way. <laughs> oh. Not. I didn't find that offensive. <laughs> that was, that was I'm just confused. If MLK Jr. was alive today, like he'd be playing Dreamcast for sure. He'd be oh playing God. Power Stone two all day and uh, beat running it and awesome games done quick. What was the deal you got for the stream? Uh, cast? It was the Dreamcast, Tony Hawk Pro Skater two, nice. Uh, jet Jet Grind Radio or is it Jet Set Radio? Uh, either or, I don't know. I know I've always heard. It's called jet something set different radio. in the. It's probably that. It's probably Jet Grind Radio outside. Yeah, it's Jet Set Radio in America. Whatever, uh, Lucio game, uh, <laughs> Marvel vs. Capcom One, Soul nice. Calibur, Virtua Tennis, Quake Three, and NFL Two K One. God damn! Like hundred and sixty bucks. Where do you get this? Nice online. That's awesome. That's like the best era of gaming. Yeah, it was. I keep. I told Jake this in the past. Like when I was in middle school, I had a Dreamcast, and then like I guess I was broke. And I sold it. <laughs> and then uh, like years later, you know, people are like, "Wait a minute, Dreamcast." <laughs> Those were the days. So the price of Dreamcast went up because I bought mine for like 50 bucks in like 2009. And now online, they're like going for 100 bucks. Everything's inflated uh, right now. Yeah. It's been like that for the past few years. Kind of games for we'll Dreamcast. <laughs> Try to buy any GameCube game right now. Forget about it. Yeah. I remember buying my game. Like, I bought GameCube games for my friend for five bucks each. <laughs> I got Pac Man World 2 for two, five bucks. Shit. I got. Paper Mario? No, some Mario game for like 10 bucks. I almost paid 80 bucks for Master Quest uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time on the GameCube. Just get the 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up getting it for 20. Well, that's good. <laughs> I'll take it for 20. Hey, I've had my but... copy of Paper Mario on GameCube, the black label, Ooh. since 2004. Bars. Because it was that year when, uh, that was when Mean Girls came out, so for Christmas <laughs> 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 they were like under the tree, like three copies of Paper Mario and three copies of Mean Girls <laughs> on DVD. Wow. And now I think last time I checked, Paper Mario is going for like a hundred plus bucks. Oh, yeah. For specifically for the black label. Yeah. Which shit. That's like 50 bucks brand new when it came out. But guess what? Dolphin Emulator is free. True. Yeah, I have that shit. <laughs> it's so good. Even though I mostly have snowboarding games and other shit. I have Fatal Frame 2, which my good cousin choice. had that. He bought it, and then he sold it for Madden NFL 2K5, or 2005, uh, whichever. Yeah, yeah even GameCube... back in the day, that was a shit deal. Because <laughs> Fatal Frame goes for a shit ton of money. Oh. Let me see. Fatal Frame 2 PS2. Okay, this is a wild tangent. Where... Welcome to Mutant I mean... Puke. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> I'm Jake. I'm Joe. And I'm Jackson. I'm pissed off at inflated retro gaming that's not even retro because it's playstation 2 finally we're tackling real topics what do you mean ps2 <laughs> is considered retro at this point no no i would <laughs> yes it is i don't know for cars i think retro is 30 years i feel the same way I don't know if <laughs> why, why do cars translate perfectly to video game consoles <laughs> i don't know you collect them people like pay too much money for them so is like ps1 retro but 
PS2 yeah. is not. Oh wait, when it, was it 1984? I don't fucking. Yeah, know. I rounded it. I rounded it up. Yeah, that's probably retro. Whatever. <laughs> round it up. Yeah. <laughs> All I remember is that guitars are considered uh, vintage after 25 years, and so when I turned tw- when I turned 25 while working at Guitar Center, I was like, I'm vintage. <laughs> Sometimes when y'all say things, it doesn't sound like English to me. <laughs> Yeah, so just looking at my... From Wild Thornberry. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, but do you have three copies of Resident Evil 4? Uh, At one point I did. Oh. (laughs) Hasn't everyone? (laughs) I guess guess so. I had three three copies of uh, Ride to Hell Retribution at one point. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I'm putting a cap on this this fucking video game conversation. No cap. We've been gone for a couple weeks. Maybe we should talk about that. No, you know. Yeah, sorry, we're talking about stuff we like. Video games are stuff I like. But yes, we did also listen to music. I do want to talk about that. No, no. No, we're not. Wait, what is it? Right what do you mean we're not? <laughs> no music today. Uh, no music today. Yeah, okay. I should really pirate Adobe Premiere Pro again. Just thinking about it. <laughs> Why? It's been you a while. Pirate everything. I'm gonna pirate Sony Vegas 16 or whatever. <laughs> we were gone for a couple weeks. We're back. Uh, we'll be back this week, obviously, since you're listening, and then we'll be back next week for our top five albums of 2022. And then we're gonna take another week off, and then we'll be back, you know, to our weekly stuff the week after. Obviously, New Year's and stuff. You know, people aren't at work or going to work anyway, so they're not gonna be listening to podcasts. We're taking a week off, all right? We're lazy. I'm just the lazy bones i'm the lazy little guy okay and i want to say <laughs> that was a loud guinea pig i want to say uh that was a door oh <laughs> this <laughs> this episode is sponsored by big baby jesus <laughs> they joined the sigma grind set tier of the patreon um sorry it took so long to get your oh, sponsored episode what is that someone's name well, that's our Patreon name. Their Twitter handle is at... Or I was say, Jesus grew up. He wasn't a baby the whole time. <laughs> I don't... Like Talladega Nights. Oh, well, sorry. I didn't know we had a fucking religious <laughs> person. Where is my mouse cursor? Oh, this is the redo of his episode. I was going to say, why yeah. are we giving him another episode? Oh, but we is. lost the last one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Episode 47 <laughs> did not come out good, um, but I've worked out those issues. So His handle is at, at underscore future underscore ghost underscore. Yeah. So thanks for joining the Patreon, Big Baby Jesus. I really appreciate that. And I hope you enjoy your very own sponsored episode. Recorded twice, but one's lost in the sauce. I don't really got news. I saw, uh, 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 what was that? Oh, I watch Avatar. I, I get it Which now. One? The blue one. The blue people avatar. Okay, his head has a blue arrow, but it's not fully, like... <laughs> Goddamn James Cameron's 2009 masterpiece Avatar. I liked it. <laughs> I thought it was good. <laughs> I'm What's ex- one of their names? Uh, Jake Sully, Natiri, no. Tusei. Tiri. What? Oh, these aren't names. <laughs> You're not named Jackson. Choose, well, choose Jack or Son. You know, choose one. Uh, cha- choose Gordon or nothing. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, um fun fact for the listeners, I was almost named Gordon instead of Jake. Um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the Gordon podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, is this called the Jake podcast? Like 
<laughs> like I'm way into my name if I was named Gordon. I, I could honestly rock Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you, like, you seem like a Gordon. Gordy. You know, I can rock Gordy yeah, for this, sure. This bitch looks like you. Gordon Ramsay. This. Yeah. <laughs> so what oh. is that? Cat Scratch? Is that the show he's from? Yeah. <laughs> we. So what the fuck was it? Yeah. Avatar. I liked it. Okay. I thought it was good. <laughs> Um, I'm excited for the new one. Anyone oh, else yeah. like Avatar? OG. Yeah, I mean, OG Avatar. It feels like there's like a rift in the time-space continuum between <laughs> 2009 and the current year. Yeah. Because uh, that movie came out way longer ago than I ever think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for And then sure. Modern Warfare 2 came out. And then... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I saw the meme. Modern Warfare 2 has come out in 2022 and 20 or 2009. Like, it's three things though, right? It's Modern Warfare 2, an Avatar movie, and something else. And a global recession. Oh, yeah. A <laughs> <The> global recession. <laughs> uh, that's a huge F for the U.S. economy. Do y'all have anything you want to talk about? We're going to try and keep this section a little shorter this week so because we got a lot of music to talk about. Uh... <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> I've mostly just been listening to music while, uh, and playing games at work. <laughs> cool. You just like play games at work. Yeah. If I work 11 hours a day at work, I'd probably spend eight of it playing games. <laughs> Christ, what the hell? Cool. Uh, it's Joe. like, you know, like firefighters where they just like lounge and like do whatever until like duty calls. Yeah, but firefighters got got like clean the, the fire truck or something. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> um, I eat... I eat at my desk <laughs> and watch uh, the entire state in case one of the uh, towers go down or there's an issue. But you don't you don't physically do anything about it. You just send people out to fix no. it. Yep. Yeah, you're I a look fucking at genius. Wearing... <laughs> Seems legit. Yep. Uh, what about you, Joe? What's going on with you? Not much. Um, like I was telling you before we started, I'm I'm just been I've been recording the with Sales Ahead album, so. Most of my free time just goes towards that. Not too much video games. I guess I also have like seasonal depression. So oh, I'm like yeah. losing interest in video games right now, which I mean, it's it's fine. I'll still play Phasmo every now and then. But yeah, just working on the album for the most part. Not much else going on. Seasonal depression disorder or whatever is crazy because it spells out sad. Like, <laughs> like oh, seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we could change it to make it say sad. Nah. <laughs> nah, that's like shit like Midwestern uh, math rock emo people made up, I swear. Joe just said he has it, so why, why would you say that? Because I didn't what? hear about it until uh, probably like American football talked about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, it wasn't real until American football. And I'm getting sad. I didn't, you know, until I discovered Midwest Emo in 2014, I did not have seasonal effect. This <laughs> as soon as you listened to the first American football album. The first three notes <laughs> I've never meant. It's all downhill from there. Well, let's uh, take a quick break, come back, and we'll talk all the new music because there's a lot of it. What's up? This is Holiday Kirk from New Metal Moments, and you're listening to Mutant Puke. 
All right, we're back and we're ready to vomit out our opinions on new music. We back we backtracked a little because there was stuff that came out that I really wanted to talk about. Um, but there is a lot of new stuff that came out. And first things first, we're gonna talk about you know maybe the pick of the week, <laughs> um, Metallica Lux Eterna. I was being Metallica. Uh, I was I was kidding. What's the so I've never listened to Metallica. I'm not a Metallica fan. I don't know anything about them. What's the general consensus on their new stuff? Bad, good. Does anyone know? I mean, okay, it's okay. Yeah, as a non-fan, I think Death Magnetic was like really good. So it's pretty much like a general consensus, like Saint Anger from like 2001 was their worst one. Yeah. And they've released a few albums since then. It's like, well, it's not Master of Puppets, but it's not Saint Anger. So <laughs> yeah. it's 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 okay. What did y'all think of Whatever. this single in particular? I did not listen to it. I was with KC. <laughs> what? You just didn't listen to it? How much of the fucking homework did you listen to? The homework? Yeah. Wait. He's listening to it right now. <laughs> I am listening to it right now. What the fuck? So I thought... I'm, <laughs> I was listening to more of Hitbox than anything. What? <laughs> it's not. They're not even on the homework. Fuck, I studied the wrong test. <laughs> My God. Okay, well. Just... Um. All right, I'll go. Because, all right, so Lux Eterna. I think the A-E symbol is pronounced with an E sound. I don't care. Um. <laughs> yeah. It's, um. you know, it's it's as inoffensive as a Metallica song can get. You have heavy riffs. You have aggressive drums. And, um. You know, the most important factors to me, again, as a non-Metallica fan, the most important things to me in a Metallica song are, is there a wah pedal on the guitar solo? Which, yes, there is. And does James Hetfield yell, yeah, at some point? Which he does after every chorus. The And again, so the chorus is just, you know, whatever. Does he literally just say Lux Eterna? Yeah, he um, says Lux Eterna. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, it's like a simple, repeatable chorus line that's that's easy for people to latch onto. So I guess like what I'm getting at is Metallica is very on the surface and it's very easy for listeners to grasp. And that's why they're so popular and they've withstood the test of time over and over again because the masses, they, they do exactly what people love. And for me, again, as a non-Metallica fan, they deliver on everything I expected. So, yeah, it's a good track. Well, I just finished listening to it, and I can say, you've played the uh, Hot Wheels game on the PlayStation, right? Of course. <laughs> you know that, that title track where he's like, give me food, give me fries, give me ketchup on the side. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> that was Metallica. Okay. I love that's like everyone has different lyrics for that line, and I love it. <laughs> what, what do you think of the song, Jackson? <laughs> First thing I want to say, I hate the album art <laughs> yeah it looks like ass <laughs> look the yellow color scheme is hard to pull off like a fish not the not for the single i'm talking about the album itself the album itself? the crib yes yeah, so the seen album the, itself uh, called uh lux eterna oh it's called lux no, eterna? The 72 seasons oh, oh. Yeah, sorry 72 seasons that's the upcoming album 
where it's like death magnetic, but it's like a crib and shit. <laughs> yeah, that looks like shit. Take your baby music. <laughs> yeah, I can say like yeah. This ass. is I can I can definitely say this is their worst album carb album art cover, even worse than the cum and semen and but, blood. Uh, but the yellow color scheme, uh, I think two albums have done it good. Trench by Twenty One Pilots and Beer Bongs and Bentleys by Post Malone. Those are two like yellow albums. Yellow? Mm, I disagree. I think the Shrek 2 uh, <laughs> album called it all pretty good, too. Beer Bongs and Bentleys? Yeah. What about it? <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just looking up these covers. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I think the Metallica one just looks, like, so cheesy and, like, the crib and, like, the, the, the slanted M. It's so cheesy. Personally, I thought but, the song was okay. <laughs> like, I, yeah, yeah, it's it's okay. Definitely better than uh, whatever the hell uh, Megadeth put out recently. <laughs> I did not listen to that. I don't know her. Uh oh, this is not for those snowflakes that drink their <laughs> soy lattes. All right, this okay. song's about drinking beer and eating wings at Hooters. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> let's that move on from the, this boomer out of my country. Yeah. Let's okay. Let's move on from Metallica to an, another classic iconic band, Pop Tropica Sluts, featuring uh, Magnolia Park Catastrophe. <laughs> Okay, uh, this is a little bit of pop punky stuff on here. I like one of the Pop Tropica Sluts songs, and I also like their name. Um, so I, I decided to add it. I don't, I don't know Magnolia Park well enough to know when, when they come in. So, um, <laughs> it's just like, do your homework. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was Oof. okay. It's just pop punk stuff. Yeah. This song is okay. Um, I, I actually, the whole time I thought it was a Magnolia Park song featuring pop tropical sluts, Trop, tropical <laughs> sluts. Sorry. I didn't realize it was the other way around because I know Magnolia Park a little better than that uh, artist. They have similar so, sounds. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's a it's a good song. It's upbeat. Um, really, really top, top of the line production. I like that it features electric guitar, but it's um, tucked away enough that it acts, uh, it fulfills the role as like another synth. So it definitely widens the soundscape and it, it leads to a very uh, modern, pleasant sound. So I'm assuming what I originally thought was the vocal feature of Pop Tropical Tropic Sluts Pop uh, is actually the Magnolia. Sluts. I'm sorry, I'm going to get it wrong the whole time. So I guess that feature, that vocal feature that I'm thinking of is actually Magnolia Park, which either way, excellent vocal feature. Um, I'm a fan. I really dig the sound on this album, on this single. So um, definitely looking forward to checking out some more. It's like kind of like, how do I describe this genre? Kind of like a J-pop type vibe I'm getting. Hmm. Where it's like very upbeat with like the clashy uh, beats. If that makes any sense that I'm yeah. trying to say, you know, I don't think it's bad. Uh, I wouldn't say it's for me, but uh, I think it's okay. I didn't hate it. I didn't grimace through that like some of these songs <laughs> I listened to. <laughs> oh, I'm interested to hear. <laughs> I can take a guess at one of the songs. Um, but what is it? <laughs> uh, say, I want to know right now. It's the last song on the sound of animals fighting. Mm. 
Okay, let's talk about Poltergeist Hatsuyume. This is a song I've definitely listened to. Yeah. For yeah, me and Jackson, maybe you, Joe, have had the privilege of listening to this early, and uh, it's good as hell. It's been good as hell. Poltergeist, obviously, close to the show. Casey Guitarist used to be a host on it, so uh, w- this is I not an unbiased to- review at all. <laughs> we just like Poltergeist, and I want to pump them up every time they put something out. So uh, yeah, another another banger from them. You know, I love the sound of this new EP they're putting out, and it's a great evolution from Vanta Black in pretty much every way. I liked Vanta Black. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying Vanta Black is bad, but something can be an evolution of Vanta Black. Yeah. You're a bitch. <laughs> You're a bitch for that. A, why are you, why are you say making it sound like I'm saying Vanta Black is bad? You don't like my music that I didn't write. <laughs> 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 that i just played one live show yeah oh sorry i forgot you were so close to it yeah a lot closer than you bitch <laughs> okay what do you think about the song jackson i remember the song i <laughs> what i miss about like the old titles they had like old titles where it's like kicked in the nuts yeah or something then they changed yeah. it to uh like sword swallower yeah you know i'm always wondering like i wonder what this is going to be called and it's like what the hell does this mean do you know what this uh, word means? Is it an actual word? I don't know. <laughs> I've never heard. I, I, I think it is an actual word. It tried to autofill when I typed it in. Let me just look it up. No. Uh, in Japanese culture, a Hatsuyume is the first dream one has in the new year. Cool. Oh, I knew it as Slamma. Uh, yeah, I thought I'd say, oh, is it going to be called like Banana Slamma? That'd be <laughs> Yeah, that would really fit the song, Jackson. <laughs> this really has a Banana Slamma vibe for me. <laughs> well, <laughs> but i did like this song a lot i'm glad that i, I heard it with you know better mixing yeah uh, or like cleaned up the mixing a little bit because it does sound a lot cleaner than when i heard it before and therefore i think it's even better you know i told <laughs> i told this uh to casey when he first showed me the recordings like that's careless whisper what? Like, oh fuck you realize it's careless whisper he's playing on guitar i have to listen to it again you know what you know what careless whisper yeah, is yeah of course you just don't know that and it's like fuck you figured it out i did not notice careless whisper i'm gonna have to go back and listen to yeah. it absolute banger as always poltergeist rips huge fan of the guitar work on this one really really cool uh concise riffs going on there not a whole lot else going on with the guitar from what i can tell it sounds like it's mainly just a double tracked guitar line with some some production dubs over it really good sounds nice the production's nice the breakdown towards the end was a little unexpected just given the context the context it doesn't (laughs) what do you mean well just because like i don't know the song itself doesn't seem to lend itself to having a a breakdown like that you think i think with uh when they were um, writing songs for uh Vanta Black originally for uh Fortune Teller they wanted to have like a beefy breakdown at the end but then at the last seconds 
David said, hang on, let's make it funky. Yeah. So they went with that. And I think that idea originally carried over to the song with that breakdown. Yeah. Maybe it's like on a song that you wouldn't expect a breakdown to have a breakdown type of idea. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the breakdown for Fortune Teller is more like left wing or out of... (laughs) Whatever. Yeah, the, <laughs> Whatever the, the... the breakdown for fan, fortune teller voted for Bernie for sure. <laughs> <laughs> out of uh, outfield or whatever the saying is. Left field, out of left field. <laughs> yeah. Go on, Joe. Sorry. No, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> the no. song's fine. <laughs> the song is fine. <laughs> All right, are we moving on or <laughs> are you really not yes. talking anymore about it? <laughs> That's all. I said what I had to say. It's good. Okay, okay, cool. Let's move on to Pulse's Run the Ghouls. is back baby with another single to cap off the year thank thank you for this christmas gift i absolutely love this song i didn't think exo could be topped honestly you know i was gonna support the song no matter what i was gonna enjoy it no matter what but i honestly did not think exo could be topped and i was completely wrong i love this song like At least two times more than EXO. So I they topped themselves hardcore on this one. So fun. The chorus is crazy good. The uh, verses are so bouncy. And then Kevin's like ad-libs. Well, I don't know if they're ad-libs. But his, like his little, I don't know what you call them, interludes or something, are all so funny. <laughs> and yeah is that I the vocalist song. what's that kevin kevin uh is that the vocalist the name? Oh, who's the vocalist name i forgot um matt does the screams and then caleb is doing the verses um yeah generally. matt i would say out of all the songs from this week he did he did the best screaming in his project oh yeah his screams are really good, this song. I don't think Matt is exclusively doing screams here. I think Matt's doing some clean vocals as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know and Caleb does Caleb. screams as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they're always, like, mixing up who's doing what. Like, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure Kevin does vocals as well on some songs, so <laughs> you never you never know who's doing what sometimes. But, um, yeah. Get, get Killer Mike and LP to do a verse in the song. <laughs> I'm sure they would love that. Pulses would love that, I mean. Um, I'd love it too, obviously. But yeah, what do you think about Run the Ghouls, Jackson? uh, I liked it a lot. I've had nothing but positive things to say. Yeah. Uh, I guess the only negative thing I could say is that there's no killer mic. (laughs) It's hard for me to speak objectively about this because (laughs) my band is best friends with Pulses. Also, Kevin Um, is on the show. Like, he's a host on the show. So, uh... Yeah, yeah. Entirely biased. (laughs) On all sides. Ooh, Kevin. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. I mean, Kevin's a lyrical genius. The lyrics, uh, in case uh, you guys didn't already know, Kevin writes all the lyrics for Pulses. Um, lyrical genius. We love the lines. I've had enough hay. The fitness grand pacer test of this life is tough hay. (laughs) The hay's do a lot Um, in that verse. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. And like one thing that I really appreciate about uh, about this song is how they take 
the um the formula that so many bands do of of screaming the verses and singing the choruses they've kind of taken that and said fuck you we're yeah. screaming the chorus and we do what we want yeah and um i just respect the shit out of it and the um the breakdown at the end goes hard as fuck like yeah. i just want to <laughs> the breakdown is break so right awesome yeah really great song my my singer sierra won't stop talking about how much she loves the production and how she wants to do similar um type of productions like auxiliary percussion and um effects and stuff like that on our album so caleb did the production didn't he i thought kevin uh, yeah yeah i think it was um mixed mixed and recorded by caleb i'm not sure i think i know matt has bad luck beats so he might have had a hand in the production but yeah yeah credits wise i'm not 100 percent sure on um but i know caleb mixed it yeah produced by caleb taylor so um, nice yeah it's got such a full sound that you don't get a lot in post-hardcore, I feel like. It can feel hollow a lot of the time, but this song totally. just feels so full. Yeah, they killed it. I'm going to have to say, this is my release of the week for sure. Oh, hell yeah. So let's move on to some more uh, post-hardcore uh, revival. The Sound of Animals Fighting, Ape Shit EP. And I'm going to play the song Sharon Tate, Despite Everything. If I had a nickel for every time an Anthony Green supergroup came back in 2022 and put out a record, I'd only have two nickels, but it'd be weird that happened twice. Did I butcher that? (laughs) (laughs) That was good. So we talked about the song Ape Shit, the single, a couple weeks ago on the show, and I was lukewarm on it. And I still am, pretty much, except for the chorus, which I find haunting. This EP... I'm going to go through, there's four songs on the EP, so I'm just going to give my opinion on all four songs. First song, it's okay. Second song, I want to like it, but I do not like it. (laughs) Third song, incredible. (laughs) Maybe one of my favorite songs of the year. And then (laughs) uh, the last song is dog shit. (laughs) It's a roller coaster with this record for me. Um, I don't know how to feel about it. I don't know who the other guy singing is. I thought it was Anthony Green led, but then the other guy comes in on the second song and I'm like, what am I listening to? It's no disrespect. I respect the album. It's interesting. It takes risks, but I feel like this would have done better for me as like maybe a longer project, like a nine song album or something. feels like they have a lot of ideas and just kind of scrunched it into four songs and it feels a little disjointed is the other singer the guy from rx bandits i don't know i gotta look it up <laughs> i don't know anything as about far this as, group. as far as i could tell it's like almost all the members of rx bandits featuring like anthony green i don't i've never even heard of rx bandits the sound of animals fighting is an american rock supergroup founded by rich balling of rx bandits in the band's initial run they released a trilogy of records between 2004 and 2008 and performed only four live shows following their second release in 2006 the band's 
live lineup consisted of 12 different musicians. The band often employed the use of animal masks to conceal their identity. The group was inactive after 2009 with brief spurts of touring in 2014 and 2019 before announcing a new extended play and nationwide U.S. tour in 2022. Um, I can only attribute this revival to Anthony Green's recent Chasing of the Bag, which I respect the hell out of. He needs to make way more money than he ever has, quite honestly. But it does seem kind of random that they came back. But yeah, let's see. 2006 live lineup. Anthony Green vocals, Rich Balling vocals, Craig Owens vocals, Keith Goodwin vocals guitar, Matthew Kelly vocals guitar. Uh, No one else I recognize off the dome, but like... (laughs) It's a lot of people. <laughs> this is a strange band. But yeah, that's my thoughts on on the EP. What do you what do you think, Joe, about Ape Shit? Yeah, I totally agree with you entirely. Like, well, I think the song Ape Shit is really good and and Sharon Tate despite everything is really good. But Wolf and du- Duchdas, I think that's how you would say that. I don't um know. just just not the same. So, I think I think it just has to do with like like the the stark contrast between the aggressive tracks with Anthony Green on vocals and these like atmospheric electric uh, electronic tracks featuring who i can only assume is rich balling singing on vocals so like those tracks just like really let me down um vocally and energetically so i think what i would like to see personally is just like less less like um how do i want to say this like like less defined roles where it's like okay rich is singing on the electronic tracks and Anthony singing on the heavy tracks. Like I'd like to see them like layer a bit more and and sing together and and do more stuff instead of having it be these like this really weird EP where like tracks one and three are heavy, tracks two and four are soft like electronic. It just doesn't really make a whole lot of sense as a as a unit. And um, Bro, you know, that last track pissed me off so bad. <laughs> with like the German rapping, it's it's really weird. Well, um, I, I don't know if it it sounded like Spanish to me, but w- whatever that was, I that part fine whatever but like the random noises in the middle i was like half expecting to hear like the taco bell dome in the middle of that <laughs> shit like it was fucking ridiculous i told claudia i'm gonna download the song put like a echoed fart in the background of that section and <laughs> upload it like it's just a regular upload of the song and see if anyone notices uh but go on joe i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, like most people who are in into the scene, um, with like post hardcore and, and stuff, most I feel like most of us know the the tiger, tiger and the duke as like the sound of animals fighting album. So I I would say honestly, like if you're if you're looking for like post hardcore, I, I guess I would call it kind of rock opera. Maybe listen to tracks one and three off of Ape, Ape Shit and and not listen to two and four. That's it. Sorry, I was Jackson. feeding my dog a greenie. Uh, Jackson, what are your thoughts on the... Here we go back, what? <laughs> I was giving my dog a greenie. She was scratching it's the a door. Greenie. It's like a little treat for them. <laughs> a greenie is what I call, uh, my sister calls green, like mint ice cream. <laughs> okay, that's her problem. What are your thoughts on this EP? Uh, ape shit it was. I did not hate the last song like you thought I would. <laughs> Do you like I, it? I was, or? Uh... I don't hate it. <laughs> okay. I, I was I thought it was kind of strange ambient like concoction noises, like something I expect from like boards of Canada. But overall, I don't, I don't think this uh, project was bad. 
thought it was okay. I don't have much experience with the green guy, whatever his name is. Anthony Green? Anthony Green? Vocalist yeah, of him. Circus Survive? Yeah. I've not really listened to Circus Survive or anything, so I don't really have that much experience like you two to do. <laughs> but this is this is okay, you know, nothing nothing offensive. I hope not. <laughs> I thought I thought you th- I thought you would uh, hoping I would hate this like I <laughs> hate this. Uh, I I won't spoil it. Okay. Let's... Oh, the next release? I can't the wait to talk release. about the next one. Well, yeah, me neither. Let's get on to it. A hundred gex. Well, hold on. Well, what? I got a piss. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> was I supposed break. to know? <laughs> Give me one sec. I gotta take a bong rip and a, and a piss. Okay. <laughs> I'll also take a hit of that Zaza. I will not. <laughs> that will be the DD for tonight. Jackson. Yep. Tell me why I walk into the living room and I see a PS5 box. And I'm like, Claudia, what the hell is that? And she's like, oh, I'm just holding it for my friend <laughs> to hide from her boyfriend. Did she steal it? No, what? <laughs> Did she steal it from her boyfriend? No, she's hiding it to give to him for Christmas. Bitch, that's your PS5 now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think oh, yeah. so. It's going to work out for me. I've returned. What's, what's oh. a better name? for a project ratfink bastard or chicken run dreamcast that's a pretty good chicken run dreamcast yeah i'd be in that yeah also, also did you see the game awards uh <laughs> kid? yeah a lot of people think <laughs> think he was doing like a, an anti-semitic dog whistle or something but uh apparently jason trier the video game journalist interviewed him and it's very likely this kid is jewish <laughs> Because Jason Schreier spoke Hebrew to him, and then the kid responded, but then pretended like he didn't understand. Um, so he's clearly just, like, a troll. He's, like, 15 years old. Yeah. That's ridiculous. He was arrested. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, how can you get arrested for going up on stage and thanking your rabbi, Bill Clinton? <laughs> Which <laughs> someone made a joke saying Bill Clinton won more awards than Sonic Frontier at the Game Awards. Let's talk about 100 Gex <laughs> Snake Eyes. Uh, and I'm going to play. Don't make a noise. I'm going to play the. Did you say Hungry Gex? Yeah, let's, let's play Hungry Gex. Hungry, Hungry Geckos? Let's, yeah, I play that. Let's talk 100 Gex Snake Eyes and I'll play the clip. Hey, big man. Now I can't pronounce anemone Went to a party and I did a human centipede I'm smoking hash and I'm hugging on a cactus Now I got my bands on Alright, I'm gonna go first This is good <laughs> Good EP Hey big man, love this song Really fun Um, The Skrillex feature song Eh, it's like very eh to me Take it or leave it. Bro, look at this. And then Runaway, I think, is an absolutely phenomenal song. <laughs> and I'm not going to respond to what you just sent on Discord. <laughs> um, but yeah, Runaway and Hey Big Man are two big winners for me. And the Skrillex feature one. I was excited initially, but I mean, it's all right. Skrillex makes some Skrillex noises. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Though I do feel that Skrillex and 100 Gex combined in some capacity could like achieve another Bangarang. Bangarang is almost 100 Gex before 100 Gex, it feels like. So, but yeah. Uh, Jackson, what do you think about 100 Gex? Nah, never liked them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And also, for you to say this is Bangarang, 
before bangering. That's an insult. <laughs> I'm not even the biggest. I didn't. I don't even like like Skrillex. Even when the heydays of uh, the fucking late 2000s, early 2010s happened. Scary Monsters and Nice Brights is a great song. There's nothing... Yeah, I listen to it I listen to it every day on the bus because <laughs> one kid named Eli played it on full blast on the bus ride <laughs> back from school. Well, I'm sorry you're traumatized. No, I'm not traumatized. At least it wasn't 100 gigs. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you Anyways, have anything else picture. to say about the, the EP? Yeah, Look at this frame of uh, X-Men. Stop stop doing visual stuff. It's a podcast, Jackson. <laughs> How long have we been doing this, man? Uh, I didn't like it. Not, sir, not one bit. I will not listen to it. Okay, Dr. Seuss Joe, what do you think about <laughs> I'm going to try to be nice so, um, you know, so Jake doesn't accidentally lose this episode, too. Um, 100 decks... Uh, well, well features... hold on. Is there a conspiracy that I lost the episode on purpose? Is that what you're implying? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got from that. <laughs> Wait, you never said you never said specifically what happened to the last episode. You were just like, it's gone. <laughs> the audio was just not usable. Yeah, because you record with OBS. <laughs> I'm actually recording with Streamlabs now. Thank you very much. Oh. <laughs> No, I'm sorry, Jake. That was that was a bad backhanded diss. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, anyway, a hundred decks. Uh, a hundred decks. They, I mean, they featured a lot of artists. Yeah. Um, I see here they featured uh Caro Caro Bonito, mm -hmm. Charlie X C X. Yeah, they um, had they a whole also... remix album, a la Reanimation, Lincoln Park. Oh, nice. And uh, they've also featured. Uh, the mathy math rock band mm -hmm. um, sauce. I think they're math rock. What's the instrumental band? rock band sauce. Sauce. Yeah, you don't know sauce. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure sauce was featured on a hundred decks. Hold on. I mean, they could have been. I don't know every single feature from that record, but I, I've just never heard the name sauce. Saucy bowls. Hmm. I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to send it to you at some Spoken point. I thought. Sauce in the Amish. Um. Anyway, sorry, I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> hey, big man. Hey, big man. Really, really annoying, like, blown-out drum beat. Yeah. And it's really annoying, like, repetitive guitar line that just, like, doesn't really add anything to the beat. Torture Me, yeah. It had a lot of potential with the Skrillex feature. But then you get uh, towards, like, the end-ish of the song, and you get this, like, 2012 bro step, like, <laughs> like, silly dubstep noises, and it really takes away from... Uh, the rest of the song and how like for the most part it's like pretty, oh that's what nice production that, that is what Skrillex is it's silly dubstep noises <laughs> that, what were you expecting yeah but like the rest of the song really hits and then it just gets to that section where there's just like out of key bro step noises I like the part um, where they go ah, da, 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 or, no that's the other song <laughs> <laughs> and then Runaway comes on and like Runaway is probably the least offensive song out of everything on the album, on the EP? Is this an EP or is this a single? It's an EP. It's to tide the fans over because they were supposed to put out a record at the end of the year, and obviously that's not happening. So I'm assuming... Uh, they put out two singles before this EP that are not on this EP, so I'm assuming those singles are going to be on the new record, and then this EP is, like, just supplemental. Like, 
the first two tracks feel like b-sides and runaway to me feels like a fully fleshed out <laughs> like new newer age uh hundred gex track sounds more in line with the new tracks they've been putting out we laugh okay, at that makes fucker. sense <laughs> you said it sounded like b tracks but they all sound like b sides <laughs> finish up joe finish up yeah runaway runaway is the highlight track for this ep um the first two just don't hit but um i do enjoy runaway all right we're going to talk about Silithist, one bone broken for every twig snapped underfoot. And I'm going to play the song in lieu of flowers, send more light. Silithist, New Jersey band. We talked about one of their songs a couple weeks ago. Full album came out. I got the cassette. It's clear red. It's very cool. This record, I really enjoy. I like it. Knowing that whoever is a part of the band that does the social media is like a huge coheed head really <laughs> put this album into perspective for me. It feels like, it kind of feels like an alternate universe uh, second stage turbine blade to me. Um, but it's also got, like, the really um, beepy keyboard elements that I like in the background a lot of the time. Chekhov's Gun Unloaded, that song. If they had to take any song to, like, from this album to, like, base their sound off of, it should be this song. Because it just had, like, the perfect balance of rock-style <laughs> coheed chorus with, like, postal service-style beeps and boops. And I really enjoyed that. Uh, track and i enjoy this whole record it's a good record for sure silithist definitely deserves your time uh what about you joe what do you think about this it's so good but it's so outside of my element that i'm <sighs> having like a hard time even formulating my opinions on it but i will say that it's really good it's really catchy but me the audio engineer just has complaints about the production yeah. um most importantly the vocals but i love the the structure of the songs and like Kind of like the the um, the way the bass. I might be wrong here, but when I listen to the bass on this album, I don't hear like a bass guitar. I think the entire low end on this album is just taken by bass synths, synthesizers. That might not be entirely correct, but hmm. from from what I can tell, for the most part, it's it's a synth based. Uh, low end on this album which i really appreciate because it's something different something that we don't really hear that often um and the com combination of the the more metal elements with the electronic elements are done in a tasteful way that i don't hear a lot of bands doing on on new records right now so silithist you get my thumbs up i dig this album oh yeah <laughs> slaps hitbox slaps yeah, hitbox feature on the first track. Someone said uh, hitbox is like the crazy cat lady from The Simpsons made a metal album. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of agree. That's a that's a good quote. <laughs> Put that on the movie poster. So you you dig this record? Who do you like more, global and offensive, or this record? Uh, I'd say global and offensive. Okay. I think uh, this song is about gang stalking. Is probably my oh, metal <laughs> uh, metal uh, song of the year. Maybe. Yeah, it's really good. The rap verse is so so fucking good. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so uh, for or... me personally, I, I'd got to go sell at this. Uh, it just feels closer to my type of sound. Feels, I think, I mean, I would say this is more like a coherent uh, record yeah. together. Whereas uh, Hitboxes is just like, whatever the fuck, just throw it on there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is that one of the... Fuck, did we review Global and Offensive on that episode? It was on the whole lost? It's a lost episode. I don't episode. think so. I can't remember. I was just saying, I had a lot, a lot to say about that release and uh, the other one. We can do a bonus uh, puke here soon. I'm talking about Hitbox as a whole. Yeah. But uh, let's let's move on from Silithus. Let's go on to crosses. Uh, three emo- cross emojis. Permanent dot radiant. And I'm going to play the song Vivian. Okay, this is a band I've never heard of before. They just appeared. This band and the next band we're going to talk about just were on my release radar, so picked them out, and I was pleasantly surprised by this record. It's really weird to me. It's I don't know what to call it, like what genre to call it, but it, it's a good listen all the way through. I think their name, don't love it. It, <laughs> it seems like a Gen Z type of thing that I'm not going to be into. Emojis as your name or whatever, um, but yeah. Son. Yeah. You know, like sun, sun-o, parentheses, 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 parentheses. <laughs> yeah, just sun-o, unpronounceable. Sun-o, came first, the guitar amp or the band? I'd, Sorry, have say the, I'd have to say the star came first. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this this uh, EP or album or whatever is, I think it's interesting. I don't know if it's going to really stick with me, but every time I listen, I'm like, what am I listening to? And I kind of like it. So, Jackson, what do you think about uh, Crosses? Honestly, if this came out like when I was in middle school, I think I'd be all over it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that like sad boy type thing. <laughs> I, I still do. But definitely like that grungy uh, shit I'd listen to back in the day. It's got that feel that I think it's trying to aim for. I could be wrong. Uh, it could be. <laughs> it could be going for a different sound for all I know. But yeah. overall, you know, I think this is pretty good. I would like to see more from this. Crosses plus plus. The the Android version of their name on Spotify looks so ugly. Just the <laughs> the purple cross. Like. Joe, what do you think about this uh, album? All right, so I I was gonna my opening line was I was already predetermined, but neither of you have said this yet, so I'm wondering if huh. maybe I'm not the only one. As I was listening to this, I thought to myself, "Wow, that singer, his delivery, and like his he sounds like a lot like Chino Moreno from Deftones." Uh, I am uneducated in Deftones, so uh, same here. Yeah, because then I looked it up, and it's Chino Moreno from Deftones. Oh, it is him. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. So interesting, because I thought I was I was gonna call myself stupid for not noticing that at first, but yeah. So we're here. We're hearing Chino from Deftones in a very very different context, and hearing his voice not covered up by really really heavy instrumentals and loud drums it introduces this like very like su- very supple texture 
to his voice and um it brings out a subtlety in his voice that you might not have noticed on Deftones uh, music. So I really like this release a lot. This is probably ignorant of me because of my knowledge, my lack of knowledge when it comes to electronic music. But yeah. in my mind, I think of this as like Deftones mixed with Tycho. Do either of you guys know Tycho? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, people who made Bubble Bobble. Uh, yeah, it know. does sound like um, a toy company, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, this sounds to me like like a cross between Deftones and Tycho, so I fuck with it heavily. Um, okay. Definitely will be going back to this release. <laughs> That's really, I really thought it was like just a random small band that I picked out <laughs> my release radar. I, yeah, I had no idea. I know Deftones is a pretty big band, so it's kind of random. Um, <laughs> but yeah, let's move on from Crosses to last uh album we're gonna be talking about dino gala diagonal and I'm yeah, we're not gonna talk about the new gucci main album that came out the 80 song uh, album that he put out <laughs> oh no, we're not gonna talk 80? about the 80 song three hour gucci main album <laughs> three hours i think it's something like that around that amount it of is delete half of it <laughs> <laughs> nah is i think it good you're, i think you're great i don't know you think I listen? You think I have three hours? You'd be right, but no, Dave, I didn't listen to. Can you make us listen to this all? It three is almost. Hours? It is three hours and forty-five minutes. What? That'd be a fun like. He was cooking. <laughs> bonus puke, maybe. <laughs> like, having to sit through all that. Yeah, let's let's watch the new Avatar while listening to Gucci Mane. <laughs> yeah, they'll probably be the same amount of runtime. Let's. Uh, and I, okay, <laughs> we're gonna talk about Dino Gala Diagonal, and I'm gonna play the song Fifty One Sea Slugs. Jackson, what do you think about the song? The song named "51 Sea Slugs." That's my favorite song, actually, from that. Yeah, it makes me think of um the Ricky Gervais podcast <laughs> slugs. <laughs> what is the you joke know, with realized, the slugs? Uh, if if Carl Pilkington could get rid of one thing in the world, what it would it be? It's like um slugs. <laughs> they just it's like they'd be crawling around the bathtub or. <laughs> yeah walls <laughs> and also there was another gucci main album that came out <laughs> that was two two and a half hours long like two months ago jesus christ <laughs> two months ago no less than two months ago less than t- what is he doing 56 songs <laughs> in october <laughs> let's talk about dino gala uh, this is another band i just randomly picked out hopefully it's not hopefully the vocals aren't actually fucking fred durst from limp biz kit or some shit but <laughs> um this is a very by the by the books kind of rock album but i really dug it and yeah 51 sea slugs is a fantastic song and owls with a z i fucks with it heavily i'm i'm a known hater of the final song acoustic this is a middle of the album acoustic and it is good as hell uh what do you think about it joe it's really good and 
it kind of scratches a similar itch for me as like Icarus the Owl, mm. um, just based on like the vocalist's like lower registry. And mm. then when he reaches for those high notes, he really pushes it. Yeah, I miss Icarus the Owl. Whatever. <laughs> where where do they go? Anyway, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think they um, broke up. Really? Oh. I think that's what I heard. I'll look it up. I remember, I don't know, seeing something. It was like, yeah, we're like on hiatus. Yeah, they've been on hiatus since 2018. Was their last that's record sad. Pilot Waves? No, rearm circuits. Oh, I didn't listen to that. You you have to listen to rearm circuits. You would love it. Okay, yeah. We but anyway, we may do a discogtopsy on uh, Icarus CL at some point. Ooh, nice. Anyway, back to Dino Gala. Yeah. This album rips. I really like the vocals and the instrumentation. Like you said, it's just kind of a rock album. I like yeah. that it almost hits on like sort of an emo sound. I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely not like hard rock. No, no. It doesn't have that not, attitude. Yeah. It's very nice, inoffensive, just sounds great. I like the vocals. I like the, the instrumentation. Maybe I would have liked a bit more technicality of it, but that's just me being a musician. So, yeah, that's not even the negative point. That's just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I typically listen to technical heavy stuff, and this isn't really hitting on that, but that doesn't mean it's bad. It's still really good. Shark is a good track. Yeah, this is a good piece. I like it. Uh, I've already said uh, the 51 Slugs. This looks. <laughs> it's my favorite song. What was your like least favorite song? Was it a hundred gex? <laughs> yeah, all three of those were my least favorite songs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what what's your pick of the week? My pick of the week? Yeah. I'd have to go with Ugh by Gucci Mane. You shut the fuck up. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're done with I don't know, probably I probably go with uh pulses. Yeah. Is it pulses all around for everyone? I think so. Is that allowed? I feel I kind of feel wrong. <laughs> like obviously pulses, but also obviously poltergeist. I mean, losses give themselves promotions all the time. So like there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Um, yeah, run the ghouls. Listen to Run the Ghouls by Pulses. Fuck it. Stream Run the Ghouls. I think that's about it for this week's episode. Had a great time. Glad we're back. Sorry for that couple week break. I was just really burnt out on the show and everything, but <laughs> we got a little bit of a renewed spirit here. And next week, we're going to be doing our top five albums of the year. And it's going to be really fun i hope uh, maybe we'll, we'll be doing some drinking or something i don't know um, we haven't really planned anything out but uh yeah top five albums of the year from all of us and that'll be it for the year it's been a great great first year for the show i'm really happy with everything we updated the art so we have our new mascot out now and you can see that on the podcast apps or whatever check out yeah. what yeah shout out to bill clinton <laughs> shut up <laughs> Um, check out our Patreon. Shout out Al Pacino. Her- Shout out to Duncachino. Join our Patreon. Smokachino. Chino Marino. Join our Patreon. I'm sorry. So I'm Jay. Are we done? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Join our Patreon for $1 a month, and you can get bonus episodes every week. We do bonus pukes, and we have our series called Discogtopsy, where we really dissect a, a discography of an artist. We did Limp Bizkit. It's a series that is over three hours long, and it is fantastic. We have Holiday Kirk, the new metal agenda guy, like the new metal moments on Twitter <laughs> guy, and he's awesome. And we also had Kevin on one of the episodes, and Jackson on the first episode. So, yeah, join up and we're going to be doing more tolly hall is going to be our next discog topsy series and yeah, yeah. Uh, subscribe thanks. to markiplier's only fans <laughs> yeah, i'm sure <laughs> you do that you do that too i saw his ass cheeks 
Cool. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>